Hey folks, welcome to this episode of the Everyday Millionaire Mindset Matters podcast, where I'm joined again by Stephanie Hanlon Francie. In these episodes, Stephanie and I open a conversation about different aspects of what we refer to as Mindset Matters. Today, more than any time before, we believe that we're living in and through what is unfolding as one of the most impactful global events in history. The COVID pandemic is driving never-before-seen change in the world, which is leading to escalating confusion, uncertainty, and ultimately, fear. Your view of the world, or more specifically, your view of your world, represents how you will experience the evolution and changing dynamics of it, whether it is the growing societal divisiveness, the need to pivot in a business or career, or for many, the shifting family dynamics, few have trained for or know how to prepare for what is unfolding before us. However you are experiencing what is happening in your world, Stephanie and I are committed to guiding and supporting, facilitating deeper conversations in the realm of our mental, emotional, and spiritual health and well-being. These Mindset Matters episodes are intended to provide a context of what are bigger and deeper conversations that we hope inspire you to ask yourself different questions or to pause to consider how you view your world, your life. We invite you to check in, to ask yourself, is the path you're on the best path for your journey? And are you still clear on your intended destination or has it changed? Our intention for each Mindset Matters episode is to provide you useful tools that you can apply in your life to help you in taking meaningful steps in achieving your vision, your goals, to be your greatest self and live your best life. Listen in. Enjoy. Hey folks, Patrick Francis here and welcome to the Everyday Millionaire podcast, Mindset Matters. And as always, I'm joined by my beautiful, amazing and very intelligent wife, Stephanie Hanlon. You said that with a giggle this time. Well, no, I always say it with a giggle. (laughs) Hi, Patrick. Okay, so I hope that you have a pen and paper. And if you don't, you're going to want to get one. And uh, we're going to get into a conversation that is about purpose, passion, and calling. What the hell is all of that? Now, this was born out of a conversation that we had with one of our group sessions in Mindset Matters, and it was really great, and we are putting it out there, that we had this conversation. So I'm going to open with a, a quote. A mind full of fear or and or anxiety has no room for its own thoughts. We are so busy thinking about the fear and the anxiety that we actually block out all thoughts. So I'm going to say that again, a mind full of fear and anxiety has no room for its own thoughts. What a wonderful quote. It is, isn't it? And I have no idea who said it. I don't know where I got it from. I absorb this stuff. I own nothing. I, I've really got to that point in my life where I own nothing. If I have a, even a moment of time where I go, wow, that was a brilliant thought. I realize that there's probably no chance in hell that it's mine. It's way too <laughs> profound for me. <laughs> Anyways, when we get to the conversation today about purpose, passion, and calling, and you know, it's fundamental that in many who are listening to this podcast, that's why you're here, is that you're trying to go beyond where you are. And you know, one of the conversations that we often have with coaching clients and Stephanie with her clients in terms of sport and business. We, we both have had these conversations many times. I don't know what my passion is. I just want to know what I'm passionate about. 
you know, what's my purpose? Why am I on this, you know, why am I on this earth? You know, what's the meaning of life? Well, that gets a little bit deep, but the point is, is that we often have conversations about passion. And for me, what I got to is the realization of where I came to in my life. This was several years ago with the help of a great coach, a guy by the name of Alan Kahn, Anurag Gupta, uh, John D. Martini. <laughs> I guess there wasn't any one coach, but I really got to what for me is my calling, which is helping others or all people being their greatest self and living their best life. I so, love that you get choked up every time you say that. I do. <laughs> so it really drives me. It's what makes, you know, it's where I come from in terms of my decisions, what drives me in life. Uh, with the Real Estate Investment Network, one of the businesses that I own and drive, that's where I come from. And and so the point of it is this, is that what is your passion, ladies and gentlemen? What is, you know, as a listener here, your mindset matters. We're into this conversation, Stephanie. You've worked with it with athletes, business owners. I mean, I mean, and I don't mean just athletes. I don't want to even categorize that. Uh, the point is, is that we often have these conversations with people about what is your passion? So what the hell is passion and purpose? So let's enter that conversation because we know that many struggle to find it. And with others, it never even occurs to them that they have or they need or they want to know what their passion's purpose is. You know, at the end of the day, without it, are you living your life by accident or are you living your life intentionally? Yeah, there's the whole line that we use is that are you living your life by default? Is life just happening to you? Or are you co-creating with yourself, your God, your the universe, your partners, the people around you? Are you co-creating? Because truly, when you talk about passion and about what you're really passionate about, what you love to do and what lights you up and fires you up, sometimes it's not enough because it's about you. you know, oh, okay. So we're going to get to that. You know, that's such a great conversation. So there's a couple things around it. You know, passion. Uh, I mean, it's very addicting. It is. And there's, it's like, I need to find it. Uh, like my life has no meaning if I don't have, you know, if I don't know what my, pa what I'm passionate about and I've got to find that passion. So there's a couple of, let's break it down and segment it in a way that people can understand it. You know, first and foremost, that, you know, we have to understand that first off, passion and purpose can change as we evolve, grow, understand. So for some of you, you may be even hanging on to a, this passion that you're going, well, I've kind of lost my passion around it, but I keep doing it because it's my identity. Well, that's a whole different conversation and the realization that we have to move and be aware. This is always about self-actualization. This is about self-discovery. This is about going to the next level. So if you're listening to this particular podcast and you're hanging out this long, it is really about going to the next level. So those who are looking to discover it can actually struggle to find their passion to even be in that conversation or to ever, ever find it. So let's keep going on in this conversation. So passion, skaters, athletes, you've worked with many, aren't they passionate about skating? They're passionate about skating. Isn't that it? I'm passionate about going and getting an Olympic gold medal. What, what yeah. the hell? Many are, many are not. 
many. But have. is that a passion? Or absolutely, I think sometimes it, it it's what lights them up at times. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's back up. That's an outcome. What? A gold medal, an Olympic medal. That's correct. Okay, are they passionate about the outcome, or are they passionate about what they're doing? Well, that's that. that Technically, two different things because you know what? A day to day, four to five, or eight hour grind at the rink when your body's exhausted and you can't eat enough because you can't gain a pound because the whole sport is an aesthetic and, you know, everybody's staring at you and we're going into an Olympic year. So it becomes very much about the outcome. And sometimes the passion gets lost because they have to get the job done and it's exhausting. The passion, I think, is baked in throughout because that's probably why it started. And then they grew up, many of them grew up looking at the outcome of admiring Olympic champions and the podium and watching that whole journey happen. But like anything else, the day-to-day can be a bit of a grind. So the commitment has to override the passion. Passion can still be there because that is also in, I mean, I'm blessed to be in the world of ice dance. So the skaters as they skate actually can evoke a sense of passion for the watchers, the the judges, the fans, etc. But sometimes it's a job. It can be just a job. Okay, well let's talk about well, let's talk about that. Because, you know, you and, and this is just a great scenario, folks, because at the end of the day, you know, Stephanie's a kind of her, what she works with is is athletes, not professional athletes, by the way. They're no, on, some professional, but not right yeah, now. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. So some are professional, but in this context, what we're talking about is potentially Olympic athletes. Okay, so let's just hold that context. You have teams from around the world. I think you're working with 15 or 20 teams from around the world who literally have the potential or the desire or the goal to be an Olympic champion. Now, let's talk about that a little bit, because that's an outcome. And I'm very much of the belief that it's never about the outcome. As much as we want that outcome to happen, got it, man, oh man, if you get the outcome and then you realize that the journey sucked to get there and that it was a price to pay that you go, whoa, this sucks. Yeah, and what was I thinking? Right. So tell me a little bit about, from your point of view... Given the athletes you work with, tell me a little bit about their passion. You know, I mean, you can't like to give me some context for passion and purpose and this thing called an outcome. Like, what the hell? It's all so confusing. Well, we, you know, we get excited every two years at a, a you know, a summer games and then a winter games and, and the whole country, you know, rises for, you know, the hockey team or the figure skating. And we all align during, you know, the MLB and, and we cheer for our team. And there's a, a situation where many times athletes feel that pressure. They feel the pressure of the fans, of the federation, of their parents, of their families, of, you know, right now, social media, you know, there's a lot. So there's a lot that gets baked into what they're doing, the outcome. So my job is to really help them get regrounded to the why. Now, when you think about what drives many of the athletes that I'm working with is that I've been able to get them back to their why. And their why, if you, if you listen to Simon Sinek, for example, like always begin with why. If you don't know why you're doing it, then you will never know what your passion is. You will never know that there's a link to your from your passion to your outcome, to your 
purpose and maybe to the finances and the money that you could make down the road. So basically, I don't have a fantasy and I bust the fantasy with many of my clients that they're only doing this for passion because that wears out. Passion is a waning emotion. If it's not connected to purpose or an inner why or an outcome that happens after the games, for example, um, I call that the other side of the medal. You know, what happens on the other side of the medal? Who are you going to be? Was the journey worth it? And sometimes it's not. But the majority of time, the athletes that I work for, 80%, 90%, the journey's worth it because they, (laughs) you know, I say, okay, when you look back 10 years from now, look how hot you were, look how gorgeous, look how fit, look how successful. Just make sure that you, we link that on an ongoing basis. Wow. That opens up a whole different conversation, what you just said there, because I look at it and I ask myself the question, is that the journey has to be worth it? You know, you've got, I think about the cost, the expense, like not only just financially, but time. I mean, these kids are working out And by the way, I say kids because everybody's a kid to me, but at this point in my life, the the reality of it is, is there six, eight hours a day, six, seven days a week? Some of them are 27, 30, 32 years old. Yeah. Okay. So there you go. So if, if you're, you've got to be able to link to the journey itself, what are you getting out of the journey? And I know that that's part of what you drive with the athletes because there's four years between an Olympic event. So there's training, there's everyday grinding it out. There's in the, in your case, you're working with the dance teams, which means there's a partner involved and there's all the stuff that goes with that. So holy cow that I don't even know where to go with that. So I'm going to just hold that space for now and I'll come back to it probably, but let's talk about passion and let's talk about purpose. This actually messes me up a little bit, this conversation, because when I look at passion and purpose, I have to contextualize things. So I have to break things into segments that I understand. It's the only way I can do it. So I look at passion and I've come to realize that passion is about you. This is a context. Passion is about you. Purpose is about somebody else. So in other words, what you're passionate about, what lights you up, will only light you up if you have the purpose that it serves others. So in other words... No, actually, just pause. Don't step over that. Sometimes we have a commitment to passion that leads us to what I call starving artist. So the passion doesn't always get fulfilled when it turns into purpose. So purpose, as you said, Patrick, passion is about me or, or the I... Mm-hmm. Purpose has to be about other. Yes. It has to be not just about someone else. It has to be a higher purpose. You know, it's the get a bigger problem conversation. So linking passion and purpose, they, they can live and exist at the same time. So if we don't have a distinction between passion and purpose, or if we do have too far of a distinction, then we don't actually see how they can link. That leads us to a life of fulfillment not just of energetic uh, or spiritual or economical uh, fulfillment, but what about all of it? So if we can find our way of of, of linking our purpose to our passion, then I think that's really the the secret sauce. That's the key to what we're trying to do here. So the point of all of this is to get our life to where we are not living life by accident. We are living life on purpose. So If you don't know what your purpose is, how do you actually live your life on purpose? So we 
see often that our clients don't stop to think about it. They don't actually stop long enough to think about, well, what am I doing and why am I doing it? And am I just going through the motions of it? Or actually, is there a purpose behind it? I get fired up about it. So the, you know, here's the trifecta. I am passionate about something. I am living on purpose. So passion about me, purpose about others, and I get to monetize it. Damn it, I get to be paid for my passion and the value that I deliver based on my purpose. So that would be the trifecta of what it is. So can people live into that? So from we see often that athletes can do that. And then the question always comes back to, it's easy for an athlete. Gosh, you're an athlete. You know, you've, you've got this passion about being amazing at your sport. You've got a purpose called uh, perhaps entertainment, perhaps um, supporting others in achieving their goals. What other purpose? Just give me some insights. Oh, yeah, the purpose of you know using the medal, using the journey to to move your life forward. I mean, in the in the world of social media, we've got brand, we've got branding. There's there's you know social media influencers that are making millions of dollars. So there's other ways of of contributing and making a difference and making a great living doing what you love to do. So that for some people has never been a possibility. You know, until I was doing this work and understanding that I could actually do what I love to do and make a great living, I I didn't even know that was a thing. Mm -hmm. You know, I I had no idea until I was in in an environment where a coach said to me, well, why can't you figure out what you are good at first? (laughs) Because I didn't think I was good at anything. What you're, and then what you love to do. And then find a way to monetize. So okay. it, it was my job to find a way to monetize what I would love to do and what I was good at. Okay, so we've got three pieces here, folks. And if you're making notes, and I hope you are, and if you are uh, out for a jog or in your car right now, let's just give you some context for this. How do I find my passion is one of the most common questions because most people, many people, I don't want really to say most, I don't want to quantify it. Let's just say many people live their life going, I don't even know what my passion is. I wish I could find it. So first and foremost, here's some questions to ask yourself. What am I good at? Great question to ask yourself. What are you good at? You know something? Or what are you getting good at? And you're not just where you want to be yet. Okay. Because we can that's always a conversation we have to have with ourselves. I'm not good at it yet. That's a powerful word. So what are you good at? What do you absolutely love to do? These are four questions. Okay. So what am I good at? What do I love to do? What lights me up? What do I get out of bed at five o'clock in the morning for? What do I never get tired of doing? So in other words, what do I love to do? Okay. Third question. What does the world need now? This is what shuts people down. You're not, you don't have to be Dalai Lama. You don't have to be, you know. Gandhi. Gandhi. <laughs> yeah, you don't have to be in any of those. What does the world need? Let's just bring it down to what does your world need from your perspective, from your view of the world? What does the world need? And how do you get paid for it? And that's the piece people step over. Oh, I know. They go. Those. They're driving and they're committed and they love this. And then they go, oh, my gosh. I can't pay my bills at the end of the month. Yeah. You know, because we forget or we don't feel worthy that we can actually get paid to do what we love to do. 
And those four questions, could you repeat them again for the for those of them that are driving and need to pause Okay, this? so we're going to do it again. What are you good at? What do you love to do? What does the world need? Or your world. Your world. Well, that, that's all the only world there is, is your world. Okay? <laughs> and how do you get paid for it? Now, how do you bring value to the conversation? So this is about passion. This is about purpose. And this is ultimately about living a meaningful life. So I want to say this in a way that breaks it down, chunks it down, and is digestible if you're listening to this. Okay, so we're trying to create a meaningful life. This is a mindset matters conversation, which means that in a meaningful life, what do you have? You actually, you have joy. Is that it's fair? It's possible. It is possible. What lights you up? What if you just wanted to live a life of being lit up? That's it. What brings you joy? Well, I'll tell you, one of the things that's going to bring you joy 100% of the time is contribution. Making a difference in someone else's life. So we do this podcast. So I've shared this many times is that my calling is that all people, what is my calling again? <laughs> <laughs> are living, are being their, their greatest selves living and their living life. their best lives. I joke about that. But, you know, that's what drives my decision-making process. So if if I can't do that, it's like, eh, okay, why am I doing this again? Because that's what I need to do. That's what lights me up at this point in my life. And it has for many years. I'm actually just owning it and saying it out loud. And, I, you know, I've been hiding behind it too, folks. So this, even this podcast is about, the evolution of Stephanie and I as individuals, as a couple, and all the things that we go. So let's keep going. So let's not minimize how the work that we did to get to our callings and that the work that we did and the and acknowledging the coaches and the journey that we've been on. Mm-hmm. I mean, standing on the shoulders of giants, like that that is a true commitment that we both have. And if you're listening to this podcast, it's, you know, take a look at who your mentors are. Who do you admire? You know, who who do you see that lives the life that it looks like they have what they say they want? And I when I started doing that, Patrick, I realized that many people were living a life that I would never have wanted. It may have looked really good on the outside, but when I got a little closer to it, it wasn't all that awesome. So it may it also is about alignment and being authentic about what you want. I was only really good at two things. Two things, skating and talking, (laughs) skating and talking. So I was passionate. I felt free on the ice. I would lose myself in the, in the movement and the, and the air and, and skating around and connecting. And then I was able to talk. And then I realized that I had a gift around seeing people's brilliance. And then I went, oh, well, maybe I could make a living doing this. So it wasn't, you know, I wasn't Gandhi. I was skating around and I was talking. It's not that deep. So when I think when people look towards their passion and what they're good at, what the world or what my world needed at the time was to connect to people and to help them get better. And the thing that I was good at was helping people get better at skating. It was enough. Well, there's a there's another conversation to that. It was enough for you, but that is also part of how we as people are wired. So in other words, there's some things that hopefully you can understand the fundamental thing is that we have to be a contribution. And hopefully, if you're listening to this, you understand that at some level, you have to ask yourself, where are you being a contribution? Are you being a contribution? And if you're not, 
Find a way. Find a way to be a contribution. And if you're not being a contribution at some level, I will almost guarantee you that there's some levels of depression that comes with that because you're navel gazing. So whoa, 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 whoa. I'm not going to get into that conversation. Yeah, navel gazing. Don't step over that because you just said, and we both committed to talking about passion and purpose. Mm -hmm. And purpose, passion is about me. Mm -hmm. Purpose is about others. Mm -hmm. And... If we are navel gazing, only focused on ourselves, we are limiting what we're doing. There is zero or very little contribution. And that is where the beginning of depression and anxiety lives. And we can't step over that. Uh, okay. So we're committed to not making these podcasts very long. And, and, and so I'm trying to keep it short. But here's the thing about this is that when we get into this conversation, we have to understand a fundamental that... When we make our life satisfaction about things outside of us, oh, I need to make more money, I need to have more likes in my social media, my Instagram sucks, whatever your conversation is, those are things all outside of you. If you come back to the fundamental of being able to be of service to others, always in I can't think of a circumstances that is different. You will feel better about life and about what you've done and the fact that you've had an impact. Because if you're just having an impact on you, if you think it's just money's going to light you up, a new car is going to light you up, a house is going to... I'm not saying that those aren't good goals. If you've got that as a goal, blow your brains out. Go crazy. I encourage you to go make more money. But if it isn't in the sense of being a contribution to others then we have a fundamental problem and that will be where you live in the world of depression. Yeah, that's the disconnect. And I think, and just as a, you know, making sure that everybody knows we're not psychologists, but we've been around in the, the work long enough and we are in the study of human behavior. And I'm not afraid. I'm not, I'm not nervous or embarrassed to have the conversation with people about what is going on, whether you think of anxiety or depression. So depression is what you haven't achieved or the stories that you're telling yourself. And you leap forward over the present and go, I'm anxious about the future because I don't know what's going to happen. So between anxiety and depression, we pull ourselves out of purpose. We pull ourselves out of purpose. Here's the fundamental. Why do we we get off track here? Because this is such a big conversation. So we've talked about purpose. We've talked about what else did we talk passion. about? Passion. Calling. And calling. Okay. So passion, we talked about calling. We talked about purpose. Ultimately, we have to look outside of ourselves to say, where are we being a, a contribution? Fulfillment lives in being a contribution. Significance, which is a normal, absolutely 100% normal. And I'm not talking about from an ego point of view, by the way. Significance is something that we need to have. We need to be seen or we need to be or feel seen, feel acknowledged for the contribution that we're being. So you have to be a contribution or you're going to be really bummed out. You're going to feel like, well, if I just make more money, if my car was shinier, if I got more likes on Instagram or Facebook or whatever the case may be, you're always looking outside of yourself and there will never be enough outside of yourself that fires you there's not enough likes and i think that's where you know in the world and just to be very transparent here in the world of business some of the people not just men but men and women i will work with at a certain age um will get to what is generally known as a midlife crisis and 
because I work with high achievers, high net worth people, world champions, is that sometimes that purpose gets really external. It's about the metal, the money, the, the you know, Fortune 50, Fortune 500, et cetera. And then they get to a point in their lives and it's not enough. Mm-hmm. And a midlife crisis can occur and it can blow things up. That's another podcast. But ultimately, when you talk about passion, purpose, and calling, Sometimes it doesn't occur to people that having a connection between purpose, your why, and what matters to you actually makes a difference. And it's not something that you can put on social media. It's not something that will give you, you know, I mean, Instagram is awesome and, you know, all those things. But when you think about when you're alone and you're looking in the mirror, get up in the morning and I look... (laughs) in the mirror and go, what are you doing? And where are you? What are you doing today? That's going to make a difference. I just continually ask that question Then I know that I'm going to have a good day. Okay. I don't know how to respond to that. You don't have to. Okay. You just let it hang. Okay. (laughs) I'll just sit with that. So there's a fundamental here that when we look at something that you said, you know, around Instagram or social media, because it's a, a big thing in our life these days. So Money, fame, adoration, whatever it might be, is a utility, okay? And I know that when I look at my social media, personally, professionally, whether it be with the Real Estate Investment Network, the Everyday Millionaire, all of those things are utilities. So there's a lot of things that I put out there that are just a utility, right? It is not, it's what I have to do in order to attract people to into this. I want people to get into this game that we're playing and that and to understand the direction that we're going. And it doesn't make me feel better about my life. It's actually the emails, the comments, the people that like, you know, when we get emails, I go, holy cow, this is really cool. We got this person that sent us this email and I I get lit up about that. I don't get up lit up about likes or whatever that might be. So the point of this is about success for me is how I feel about myself when I'm by myself. And it's never about me comparing to how I feel about how others feel about me or what I think that's because that's that's perception, right? That's perception. That's also, you know, BS. That's also filtered through our belief systems. Like we never, ever, ever know what people really believe about us or think Mm -hmm. about us. And if we put any, if I put any effort on that, I would probably shut down. Yeah. Okay. So this is a cool note. Today, I'm not what I think I am. I'm not what you think I am. I am what I think you think I am. That was by a philosopher, by the way. His last name is Cooley. I don't remember his first name. Okay, that's deep. You need to say that again. Okay, so today, I'm not what I think I am. I'm not even what you think I am. I am what I think you think I am. And that's the challenge with that is that we live in this perception of a perception of ourselves. Wow. So that's, that's how, so true. That's how twisted it gets, right? I'm going to change that wording to today I'm not who I think I am. I'm not who you think I am. I am who I think you think I am. Oh, cool. He was a cool cat. Wow. That's, that's really good. But you know what's cool about that is that it's also about honoring that sometimes how we show up for people it's it's back to the quote of are you willing to be misunderstood 
in the context of your life. Because sometimes when you show up and you're fully authentic and you just want people to know who you are and they walk away and go, you're an ass. Right. What? And, and they didn't get it. Right. And you have to be okay with that. How do you get okay with that? Well, you have to, that's a, that is the mindset matters. Okay. So we live in a perception of a perception of who we are and we think we are what our parents, our school, our peers, our workmates, whatever that might be, think we should be. So that messes up too. So the point is this, it always comes back to awareness of how you're being, what's driving you, what's driving you, what's driving your thought processes, and can you own it? And do you have the audacity, the courage to be true to yourself, to discover who you are, to understand what you're passionate about, to actually investigate that and know that it's not going to be perfect. There is no answer. There is only an answer for you. What is your passion? What is your purpose? Do you understand the power of being a contribution to others where that fulfills you? And when you're fulfilled, when you're lit up, you are a bigger contribution. That's the cool thing about it. And not everybody's going to like that. Not everybody's going to like this podcast. And we keep doing it because the people who like us, like us. And the people who think we're nuts are going to... Not listen. Not listen. (laughs) And that's okay. That's okay. Push, stop. Yeah, please push, stop. (laughs) Please push, stop. Stephanie Hanlon, I don't know if we've accomplished anything in this particular podcast, but I think we have. Hopefully, we've given our listeners a value and an understanding of looking at and and, and, and considering what they're passionate about has to be attached to a purpose. Passion is about you. Purpose is about others. And then when we get into calling, actually, when we bring those two together, we have a calling. And from that calling, from that purpose, from that passion, we get to make decisions about what we're doing in our life that fulfills us. And the fulfillment comes from being a contribution. And then from there, we actually feel worthy to draw the, whether it's the finances or the abundance towards us to, to then continue to do our passion and pay our bills and live the life that we want to live. And I think that's where, you know, circling back to what I talked about earlier about starving artist syndrome is that if you're only connected to your passion without your purpose, there's, it's very difficult to earn a living. And we still live in a Western culture that we have to pay bills and and there's things that we need and we want. And I don't think there's anything wrong in, in earning a living and, and having an abundance mindset is not a dirty word. It is not a dirty word. Okay, we're going to wind this one down. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening. If you've enjoyed this podcast or not, we always appreciate your feedback. Send us an email to CEO at raincanada.com, CEO at reincanada.com. And if you wish to join us, link below. There's Mindset Matters. I think we're going to start another series in January. Mindset Matters. Some coaching programs that we're doing. We're going to have some fun with it. If you are uh, interested in joining us or at least curious about what the hell we're talking about, let us know. CEO at raincanada.com. Thanks very much. Thanks, Stephanie. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening. If you found value in the podcast, please take the time to rate and review and share with others, share with your friends. As it is my goal to always improve and to provide the highest value for you, the listener, 
If you have any comments, suggestions, or questions you'd like answered, please email me at ceo at raincanada.com. That's ceo at reincanada.com. I look forward to hearing from you. And until next time, Patrick out.